on chip chasing. We enter an FFPC best ball draft. We have $200,000 up top. And tonight we chase this ship with friends, with family, with foes. Let's do it. Pat Fryer Helmo. <laughs> This is why I'm hot. Anita hand, hand job. Fix your sight. Jamar. Alpha play chase. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you Tony? You can't handle the heat. He looks like we're finally at this point. You're right. <laughs> good evening. Good evening. You might be wondering where my co-hosts are. Here's one of them. Here's one of my co-hosts. Yeah, uh, our draft is about to start here in uh, 30 seconds. I don't know where Gretch is, Pat. I can hear you. This is. All right. I can hear you. I'm in. For a half second, like, could the tech issue be on my end? And then I was like, no, there's probably no way. It's definitely not. <laughs> it's definitely on Pat's end. Um, yeah, uh, Pat got uh, – Got thrown into the bus by Rob Coakley. We got a little uh, Spike Week uh, Royal Rumble going on. Pat, you got called out. Yeah, in a video where a guy got DDT'd, uh, I feel I feel fine. I feel like uh, freeze frame. Pat's not the not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> um, all right, so we do have. Uh, we hopped in this draft earlier. You sickos uh, filled it up uh, promptly, and we are about to be on the clock here with pick four. Uh, we have Jonathan Taylor, Cup, and McCaffrey go. Um, we still on team. Uh, welcome, Gretch. We have a, a few seconds here to make this pick. Jefferson, Chase, what are we thinking? I'm a big Jefferson guy here. Gretch, Jefferson, or Chase? Uh, I think I lean Chase, but I'm t- totally fine taking Jefferson. Either, either guy yeah. is pretty easy here. I'm in the same boat as Gretchen that I lean Chase, but uh, I don't feel strongly either way. Um, I just think we have similar be- similar talents, and we have the potential for the Vikings to just not even like run a ton more plays, but they're gonna have they're gonna run a lot more passing routes, and they're gonna have a much more well designed passing offense. And like, if one of these dudes is gonna see the massive target share, Jefferson has such an easier path because he doesn't have the competition of T Higgins. I like it. Yeah. And uh it is uh we gotta you know shake off the uh the underdog settings here for this draft, obviously going to the full point PPR. Um someone mentioned that in the chat here. Uh Jefferson maybe getting uh, a slight lean in full point PPR and uh Michael Dubner, who has the great tracker. Uh we need to be conscious of our extreme George Kittle overexposure in FFPC drafts. So uh, I will not be <laughs> conscious of it. No, let we can we can talk about our exposure in September, okay? <laughs> when it's too um, late to change it we will about it now um <laughs> is this slim uh it's there i don't think they have a oh. version up yet okay so this is i was i was reviewing kind of the uh the structure here earlier and maybe we could just pull this up quick so you know the same kind of format as you know uh the underdog playoffs where, you know, you have the weeks one through 14 and then you have the 15, 16, 17. So it's top two from your individual week 14 or weeks one through 14 league, then top two from your grouping um, in week 15 and then top three from your grouping 
in 16, and then it's a 63-man final versus the 470-man final on underdog. But I still think a lot of our principles as far as thinking about some Week 17 stacks with so much of the money up top, I mean, it's 200000 to first and 50000 to second. Oh, my God. So you can see here, oh my uh, God. if you're not playing for first, you're getting dusted. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was that? The It was 200 and then 50. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, so slight slight drop off done. there in the uh, the payout structure. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Let's see here. So, yeah, I know it's uh, I've just ripped so many underdog drafts over the past few weeks that I'm having to uh, to get in the tight end premium uh, mindset here. Sorry, I was late. <clears throat> I just saw your note like. As I was loading up my computer to be here early. No, uh, FFPC hooks, hooks us up. I think the default time for these was like a 10 p.m. draft. And uh, I shot Alex a message. I was like, can we maybe get a 9.15 p.m. start? And he said, 9.15 is sure, pretty no problem. Nice. Yeah, nice little 9.15. I mean, you, and then you tweeted it out and it was filled like 10 minutes. So it was a good call seconds. by him to... Uh, <laughs> yeah. to Oh, you're doing a draft? Great. We're going to fill that yeah. immediately, so I'll just accommodate that. <laughs> Everybody wants a draft with the zero RB donkeys. For some reason, uh, everyone wants a draft against us. I don't know. Is that, is that good? Andrew says, would you prioritize great. week 16 game stacks just to get to the smaller final? No, because in uh, Dubner, and we, we calculated the EV for the underdog tournament, and I, I promise you if he calculated it for this one too, I mean, the EV of week 17 would be magnitudes greater than uh week 16 too it's just it's so week 16 you only had to get top two out of 12 it said top three i believe top three yeah yeah i mean you don't even need a stack to do that you can just throw <laughs> random players on a team that's right <laughs> have a few good players here and there i'm trying to see outside of tight ends um if any of this adp um is that much different uh, from underdog, I guess you normally can you don't pull up the RDP Henry? or the, the uh, player list? What do you this mean? Is a good question. Oh. What decisions are you inclined to make in a tight end premium draft versus underdog, which is half PPR? Uh, George Kittle in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Will Pat, somebody you... please take him? Because I don't, I don't, I don't really want to take him personally. Well, we definitely don't have to take him in the second round. I don't think. Um, Pat, I was gonna say you're you're the co-manager on this, so you're able to log in. I don't. Okay, I'm I'm getting that up now. Just why? Between the screen yeah. shares. Pulling it up now. Man, the running backs go pretty early here. Sorry, Michael. I don't want. We we need to we need to get out of our comfort zone. We need to get, we need to spread our our Kittle wings. I'm I'm totally fine taking Kittle, man. I don't I don't have any issues. I know you don't. But someone here has to be the adult in the room. So Debo uh, go. Um, as far as so the the running backs here, we got Javante, Nick Chubb, Fournette, Barkley, Tyreek is still available. Uh, Kittle, Waller, Mike Evans, AJ Brown, Higgins. Um, I'd be fine with Javante. Um, uh, and then we AJ just... Brown. AJ Brown was another name that surprise I I liked here. <clears throat> Yeah, I think we'll get one of the tight ends or one of AJ Brown Higgins coming back. So I'd, I'd be yeah. cool grabbing Javante here. 
I feel the opposite. I feel like we could get a comparable running back on the way back. Mm. I do really like Javante here, though. I'm totally fine That's, with that. that. This is where I'm out of practice, Gretch, because your exact thought is normally how I handle the underdog ones where I'll take the AJB or Higgins here because there's always that. I think like, we take Javante in FFPC, man. Okay. In FFPC, though, it's a little different. Let's do it. Javante it is. Okay. Good it's thing. like we know what's going to be available later. Yeah. Where can I see the draft board? You didn't add my account on here, did you? Um, no, but let me see if I can add it now that the league filled. DM me, um, DM me what uh what email to put on to. It's just my normal one. I switched that up. I know, but I don't know it off the top of my head, so oh. just drop it in the chat. <laughs> God, how do you? Know? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I don't know all, you. all your your normal <laughs> emails. <laughs> Let's see here. So Waller does go there. Waller, I guess, I guess Waller's been going slightly ahead of Kittle on underdog as well. All right, Gretch, I'm getting you added on here. Sweet. Appreciate and, it. And then you'll be able to. I'm trying to figure out if I can get my video to stop freezing constantly. I don't think I'm going to be able to. So the freeze, frame, the freeze frame Korean comments are, uh, are very apt right now. At this point, I'm just so defeated and trying to figure out what's going on with your situation that I just don't even ask. <laughs> um, it's not that bad. Gretch, Gretch, it says that's not a valid email address on FFPC. Are you sure you have an account with that email address? Yeah, yeah I do, but whatever <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Gretch is so I defeated with what's going on with you yeah Pete. i am too but, like, well, i mean it out. it's not even worth it anymore <laughs> i mean i believe you i don't know why it's saying that sean does it try one all right now it. now you should be good i think i got okay. it see if you log in and you can see it god someone take kittle please there we go. I mean, a Kittle pick here would be amazing. Jefferson, Javante, Kittle. Ah, uh, he went. Oh, bummer. Good. <laughs> bummer. <laughs> what a bummer. Thank God. <laughs> so I know what. Uh, so Jay Fresh is in the three hole, uh, ship chaser. And he, uh, he said he's not watching the stream because we, of course, have the Survivor finale going on. I watched the first hour. I swear to fucking God, if you post any Survivor spoilers, I will block you. Um, we're on the clock here after... Ah, Fresh, of course, took AJ Brown. But do we want to go oh, T? Hey, yeah. T, baby. I feel like we talked about this maybe on Underdog, but are you guys in agreement? Like, pretty... A, a tear break here after T to, like, Keenan, Waddle, Crew? Yes, yes. Yeah. All right, we'll add T here. I think T's. I think T's in like the CD Lamb tier. I think T is just a smash. You guys see this shit about CD Lamb growing, growing? Yeah, I do too. Yeah. (laughs) Did you guys see that? Uh, Yeah, yeah, and he gained ten pounds. But then the picture that they they tweeted out 
was like the skinniest man I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I don't know if you gained the. T- I actually believe the inch. They have inch more than the ten pounds. <laughs> so so J- well, Javante T is pretty sweet. Just circling back, like if we would have won AJ Brown, I'm I'm kind of with Pat. They're close. I think I would have Brown at least a half t- tier ahead of T. There there are still some pretty interesting RBs. I, talk to me about Fournette. Where's he going in? I mean, especially in full PPR. Like, is he still going in the third round in underdog too? Yeah, he's going like early yep. third. I mean, he's a first round pick, isn't he? How was he not? How was he not a late first? How was he not a one two turn guy? Like, look at how many. Look at his high value touches last year. Right? The the pass catching role. As soon as Brady came back, didn't I remember Leone was like, yeah. I mean, I did the ran the first projections and had. Fournette is like a low end round one guy. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're going to take, uh, I mean, I like Aaron Jones more, but like, I think he's kind of in that same range, right? I don't want to like Leonard Fournette. I mean, he's got the, the, basically the most valuable role for a running back in the league. It was a fantastic situation for him last year. Right. Yeah. I think, you know, he has to hold all that value. You know, it's a really valuable workload. So he doesn't need to have, like, the the total uh, huge snap count that he did last year. And he can still have a very valuable workload. But, um, I mean, I, I like Rashad White a lot, and I think he'll have a role. But I don't think, even as much as I like Rashad White, it's like he's not coming for the third down stuff. I think Fournette will have that. Um, one of the reasons I like White is because Brady throws to running backs on every down. So he doesn't need to win. Uh, a specific role, but yeah, you can't really push back on the Fournette because Fournette's, I don't think very good, but he wasn't very good last year and he had that huge, right. that huge role anyway. So I don't know. You wouldn't take him in the late first, but it's like, yeah, that's kind of where age, you like, he's not a guy yeah. that I would want to take, but I mean, why does he go after Joe Mixon, for example, I, I Joe Mixon just had his first big season last year. They're similar ages. I don't really see why Fournette would be way behind Joe Mixon. They're both a good offense. I get that. And Fournette's me, role is better. Yeah, I get that. Isn't this simple, yeah. though? Like, it's because they drafted Rashad White in the third round. If they would have waited until, like, the fifth round or something to add another guy, yeah. wouldn't he be going higher? Maybe. White's also, like, a really strong receiving prospect. So, yeah, I, I mean, White's a guy we should definitely be high on. And I think he's like, for all the same reasons that even a player that we don't particularly love the skill with, uh, you know, in Fournette, we still, I'm still sitting here talking about wanting to take him early. If White winds up in that role, it's fantastic, right? They're like White, it's even more of an argument for White because of his cost. It's like take Rashad White in every freaking draft if you can. But I don't know. Uh they were going to well, add someone was where I was going to go with that. Ronald Jones is gone. They didn't right. have the competent backup last year at all. Geo didn't pan out. Like, they were going right. to add someone. Yeah, White, White might not be very good. I mean, he's a third-round rookie. Like, those guys yeah. crap out all the time. So, I guess, that like, do you you strongly prefer him to, to James Conner, who just went here? I mean, I like James Conner as undervalued, too, but – I don't know. I mean, I, I tie the running back receiving stuff to the quarterback a lot. And Brady is like the the easiest one to point to and say he's going to throw to his running backs a lot. And yeah, we saw last year that that's going to be Fournette a lot. And they're going to use him around the goal line and they're going to have goal line opportunities. So he, yeah, I'm a big high value touch guy, but he's going to get touchdowns. 
right? He's going to get green zone touches. He's going to get touches inside the five-yard line, and he's going to catch a bunch of passes because he's playing with Tom Brady. There's really, like, I mean, just stay healthy, and you're going to smash. Like, you don't have to be good. It's a, it's a pretty good role. Yeah. Yeah, like, James White was never, like, that good. But if he was, like, you know, 230 pounds or whatever and got goal line work. Yeah. And anytime yeah. he did score some touchdowns, he had great seasons, right? And and Fournette's yep. gonna have those. I mean, Fournette's TDs could rise. The only reason to take Mixon so much higher is Mixon had 16 TDs last year. Fournette had 10. Fournette could have a lot more than 10 TDs this year. I mean, he could pretty he only played 14 games, but he could he could he could have the 16 touchdown season. It wouldn't be that surprising. He's gonna I mean he can have three touchdown games pretty easily. The other thing about Brady is that he really does dial in to guys that he trusts. Like, he just won't – I've been looking through, like, the targets per out run and stuff for um, for all the teams, but the Bucks have just really jumped out as, like, oh, yeah, like, if you're, you know, Scotty Miller and you're running routes, like, you don't get targeted. Like, you know, Tyler Johnson just d- didn't get targeted, and he was out there a ton. Yeah. Brady really, really dials in to guys he likes, and I think one of the reasons he's been so successful – with the Bucks is that he's had a lot of guys that he liked. He likes throwing to Evans. He likes throwing to Godwin. He loved throwing to Antonio Brown. He likes throwing to Gronkowski. He likes throwing to Fournette. So uh, with Godwin, you know, potentially not starting the season healthy, he's probably going to throw to Fournette a bunch. Yeah, um, I'm with you. I was hoping Mike Williams uh, would fall to us. He does go here to Team 6. Um, based on ADP, there's a lot of running backs. Uh, we also have Hawkinson and Schultz still available. Wide receivers in this room, uh, predictably getting chewed up pretty fast. You're kind of in a Terry McLaurin, Marquise Brown, Godwin, Judy tier. Um, I threw a running back in the queue that I really like here. I like him too. I like Hawkinson as well. I may be trying to get him on the way back. Yeah, I was going to say, so I'm guessing team one and three won't take a tight end. Oh. Um, don't know what Mojo would do from the two hole, but um, based on ADPs, we should take the tight end first. Um, but we could play it either way. I'm down with the, with the RB. Let's do it. Okay. We don't need to take Hawkinson. <clears throat> All right, let's I feel draft. like this. I mean, I guess you could make a case for cam Akers here who we're not talking about but i don't know man i'm getting really excited about etn cam Akers has been a tough click for me i mean occasionally if i get you know the mike williams or whatever and i'm setting up that week 17 correlation i've done it but otherwise he's just such an easy pass for me in that zone yeah i'm not in on Akers. i like i'm not either sean's got me in on dobbins who's the other one that i would i'd be curious uh, about taking in this running back range, but the rest of them to me look like dead zone guys. But yep. ETN and Dobbins are the two that when you get here into the dead zone, I'm I'm interested in. And Brees Hall, but he's already gone. Yeah, I love getting ETN at a discount to Hall because I think the ceiling's <laughs> higher with ETN. We don't know a lot with the. I mean, he's coming off a list Frank injury. He's you know he, the talk after he was drafted was like we got our third down back. But that was a different regime, you know, and this Peterson offense does throw to the running backs a fair amount. But 
you know, they're, they also use the running backs on early downs. James Robinson tore his Achilles in December. So I'm like, is this, are we getting kind of a DeAndre Swift yeah. type of pick two rounds later? And like, he was, he's a DeAndre, I think he's a better prospect than DeAndre Swift he's, coming in. He's 2021 DeAndre Swift. People don't want to take him because of the offense. And yeah, he's a really good prospect. He went one pick after Najee in the reality draft. The only reason he's not going in the second round is we didn't really see him play last year at all. Awesome breakaway numbers in college, yeah. which is something Najee didn't have. He has four, four, five speed, incredible elusiveness, very strong yards per route run. I mean, you were just he's, talking he's a really, about, really good prospect. You were just talking about Brady's feel for Fournette. I mean, I think that the idea that a quarterback can have a feel for his his running back, where he's going to be when he comes check, you know, he's reading downfield, he comes to check back down. There, I think there's some QB running backs, you know, combos that that fit better. Obviously, that you can kind of laugh at that because it's like, yeah, it's not that hard to to be in the right spot on a check down, but. Anyway, obviously Lawrence and Etienne played together in college. Yeah, have that it helps as well. <laughs> yeah. I'd certainly rather have that. The yeah. guy that he was super productive with in college is also now his quarterback. Yeah, and we'll and that guy couldn't get the ball to anyone down the field last year, and they didn't have yeah. any good receivers. Like he's not going to have anyone to throw to. If Etienne's making plays out of the backfield, he's going to be checking out after he like <laughs> hits his back. That's a great point. Top. He's like, ah, ETN, ah, ETN, every single play. It's such a good way to fade Zay Jones, man. You just drafted Travis ETN. ETN. (laughs) Team one with the the colorful start here, Jonathan Taylor, Mike Evans, George Kittle, Lamar Jackson. I love it. Dalton Schultz does go to Mojo in the two spot. I like Schultz. I've, yeah. I've really come around on Schultz. Yeah. Let's see what. But I, I've started to get a little warmer on Hawkinson too. Yeah, like I, I mean, I, I got wonder... I got Hawkinson at pick ninety today in an underdog draft, and wow. I'm just like wow. every time. It's the same. It's the same <clears throat> argument as last year with Hawkinson. Oh my oh. god! Wow, they had to do it to us. Bully tight end, starve the beast. We'll, we'll uh, save the Hawkinson chat for another day because yeah, apparently now now we got now nah, he's a sell. I don't like him here. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats on your two tight ends and your early QB. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Better hope Jonathan Taylor stays healthy. <laughs> so I'm probably Godwin here. Open to yeah, uh, suggestions. Do I mean we? I guess we have the two wide receivers, so we don't. The early start's not a huge concern. Amari Cooper would be another really? one I would throw out there. I want Godwin over Cooper. Personally. Godwin, I'm good with that. So the Did, he's one where the the targets per out run stuff. I mean, obviously he's coming back from an ACL, but Godwin made some gains last year, and Evans had like a career low, and so and you had the gains; they weren't huge, but you had them in the context of. Evans falling back because Gronk was there and Antonio Brown was playing some and Godwin was still sort of inching forward. And now you don't have Antonio Brown there. You don't necessarily know if Gronk's going to be back. Uh, I mean, I think Godwin is like entering his prime as Evans is sort of exiting it. And you're going to get this thing where, you know, he has the potential to really take off when he's healthy. Yeah. But the ACL tear was pretty late, right? Wasn't it December? Yeah. It's like right before the playoffs. He might he might not be ready, but you gotta hope that with an ACL today's day and age that he's 
I mean, the 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 I was reading about him the other day because I took him in uh, the the ship chasing dynasty startup as well. And most of the stuff is like, you know, they're not saying much or saying he'll be ready when he's ready. But he talked a little bit about never having had this before and that it's been sort of, you know, uh, re, you know, learning to trust his leg and all those types of things process. Like it's not I don't think he sounds like incredibly optimistic or anything about like being ready for week one or all that. But a lot of the Tampa like beats and stuff are talking about week one because they're saying expected nine month recovery period would put him in line to be ready for week one. I bet he's back by like week four, but that's fine. Yeah, I, I think you got to project him missing a couple of games. But, I mean, to your point on the target per outrun stuff, I mean, th- there were times where Brady – didn't he have 17 targets in that one game against the Falcons? Yeah. He Brady was, was like yeah. locked on. He's He crushed last year. And yeah. As long as you're getting a discount on these injured players, and again, we're going to hammer home how important the week 17 like EV is, and just even the playoff, the late stretch here, like you, all of those guys are basically values in structures like this. And what if Chris Godwin was fully healthy, he'd probably be going like right after T Higgins, right? Like that's yeah. kind of where he was going last year. So you're getting like, a I think he'd go round. ahead of Keenan Allen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he would be going way up there. I agree. I think. So, I mean, I I think he might be in the. Yeah, definitely ahead of Keenan Allen. But even in the, I was going to say in the higher range. I think he should go higher than Mike Evans. Really? Oh, well, so Mike Evans would go where he's going. Yeah, Godwin right. was something. Yeah, God but I agree. Like, yeah, Godwin would be ahead of Evans. Yeah. I mean, you're right. He had a 17 target game, 15 target game. Those were his last two healthy games, and then he uh, wow. seven targets on 16 snaps in the next game. And then he got hurt. <laughs> he only played 16 snaps, got targeted seven times. He was, and, like, then, and that was with Antonio Brown, right? That was before Antonio Brown walked off the field. So yeah, I mean, maybe he was, that was with the Jets. That was against the Jets two weeks later when Godwin was already hurt. Right. Yeah. Although wasn't Brown out and then he came back and then he quit. Maybe, maybe Brown was hurt at that point. Now this is this is just this a game a of take. one-upsmanship with this hot takes here. Liam Murphy, Chris Godwin would go after Jamar Chase healthy. You could say that's where you think he should go, but he yeah, that's not where he would certainly not be going. <laughs> that's there. not where he would be drafted. No, is he? Was that a joke or is he serious? I don't know. <laughs> I read that as a farming. He's kidding. We just got engaged with farm. We got engaged. Yeah, we farmed, just got yeah. farmed hard. We got farmed. <laughs> Just, just three crops over here getting farmed. <laughs> we Man, this, have... is a, this is the yellow part of the draft. Yeah. It's also interesting to see here, you know, Brees Hall, I've been smashing in mid-fifth on underdog, you know, going here early fourth uh, on FFPC. I feel like that's, that's a, actually a, a more fair price for him. It is, yeah. I mean, he should be going – that's where he should be going on underdog, and then he should probably be, like, you know, late fourth here. Yeah. I will say, I guess if I'm going to be maybe charitable to uh, to Liam's take there, I mean, the fact that the market's confidence in CD Lamb – I mean, every just it doesn't matter the format. People are just taking him in the first round. Like, he burned people last year. Yeah, he hasn't actually ever been very good. Like, he's never been bad, right. but he's never been a star. Like, he just hasn't. He's been 
He's been a good young wide receiver. But, like, there's a bunch of good young wide receivers. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I think I get it. Like, he's he's got a chance to take a huge step forward with the target, uh, the competition, taking a huge step back to start the season especially. But I would much rather have Devontae Adams, you know? Right. No, I, I would too. But it's funny but we're Travis. entering that territory where it's like if you want some exposure <laughs> to lay of yeah. the Dallas offense, it's like I don't know when the discount's coming. Uh he now he just fucking it's grew not. a half an inch. He's gonna be yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's growing, dude. He's not gonna get discounted. <laughs> yeah, you gotta sprinkle him in when it whenever like whenever he's cheap based on his ADP, you should grab him, I think. Because he could have a quite a nice season. He's been good, he just hasn't been great. God um, damn it. Burrow goes, which would have been Burrow goes. I was looking at that. I put Bateman in the queue. I feel like I'd like to get another wide receiver here. I would too. And you don't got to talk me into Bateman. Gretch, anything else you're saying? There's a, there's several receivers I consider here. I'm fine with Bateman, but uh, we could all, <clears throat> we can go receiver yeah. receiver here. I'm, I'm totally good with that. Yeah. I was interested in Gabe Davis as well. He of course goes, but I think Bateman yeah. looks like the best wide receiver available to me. Well, uh, we don't really have time. But. 30 seconds if you want to make a case. Unless you don't want to make a case because they might come back to us. Um, so by ADP, Bateman is uh, is ahead by nine picks in ADP. So I think we should break. Oh, I, I think, see what you're saying. I think we just. Yeah, go Bateman. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I'm okay grabbing the other side of that if it comes back yeah though. yeah i just well, either you, side i mean you would need both right i mean we can no, say that. i was looking at a stack where you would need both picks i don't yeah. think you need both though okay sorry sam this is what you get for uh for stealing uh hawkinson from us now we get the uh the payback i forgot this was sam from the one going bully tight end so now you just got bullied at a bateman I was actually thinking before this draft, as I was uh, walking over to dinner tonight, I was like, I gotta, I gotta dive in the the old roster construction explorer rotaviz and figure out how bully tight end does in these formats. Because uh, someone wrote of his, I think was it Madison Parkhill, had an article about bully tight end. Yeah, it was really good. Um, but I believe that was not for this. It wasn't for FF, FFPC. Right. I mean. The prices there for both Kittle and, and Hawk and uh, nice. tight end premium are nice. Hertz so goes. Hertz, That's a bummer. Hertz does go. Brady goes as well, who would have been a candidate for us to stack with Godwin. Four QBs here in this six-round range. Yeah, I think we're at the point where we're kind of chasing if we – try to play the early QB game because this is a pretty QB happy room for a tight end premium draft. <clears throat> I think we got, um, I like Pete's comment. Literally just came in here to make the same comments. Sure. We have the all injured. What? It's Lee, D, DJ's having a rough show in the comments. I'm kind of just letting him just kind of <laughs> talk talk through it here and just see it if he Higgins. gets around to a to a decent comment. 
That's what. If, <laughs> that was very. That was like the good, the best low key sauce I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a rough show. We're trying to if, let it play through it a little bit here. I'll give you a hint. If if we don't interact with your comments, it means you're having a rough show. And you know, sometimes I like to give you a long leash, see if you can contribute something interesting or funny. Um, often you don't, but I try. I try to give you a leash. We want you guys to succeed. We really do. Tiang said off-season shoulder surgery. I, I don't think it's like a huge uh, torn labrum or not. Okay. Um, but, uh, do you got what do you guys think about Russ here? Yeah. I love Russ here. Get yeah. the get the Javante correlation. <laughs> God, yeah. when TJ's actually he's come out the other side for me. I I think the comments are. Are actually like ironically so good now. Fresh wound up doing what I suggested you guys in the chat for anyone who's curious. I was saying we should take Hertz and then try to get Devonta on the way back and got that little eagle stack. That it would have been more of a priority if we would have gotten AJ Brown earlier, like we were talking about, but it would have been fun to have. I mean, that but makes seeing Hertz go there makes me want to do some drafts where I do get Brown around the two three turn and then get Hertz around the six seven. I mean, that's like a pretty fun little stack at those prices. Although we can ask Sam, I'm going to guess Sam from the one, if uh, say we go Hertz, um, I guess he's taking Bateman if he's there. But if Bateman goes, I'm guessing Devonta, he takes Devonta over Amon Ra. Doesn't make Correct it me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But it's it's not like you're, you know, that upset if you miss out on, I mean, you can roll a, a naked Hertz. It's just there's, at least with Russ, right? We have lots of other backdoor stack options. With Hertz, yeah. it's pretty limited. That's fair. Yeah. You kind of need like, AJ yes. Brown first, and then you can try to add Devonta. That's what you're saying. Like from a from a draft structure way, like to play the Eagles, you probably want to have AJ Brown when you make the Hurts move because otherwise Hurts and Goddard. Hurts and, and Devonta being so close in ADP. Yeah, I guess Goddard. <clears throat> um Angad wants to know. Now that we are on Russ, can we get Gretch to tell us who he prefers on Judy or Sutton? This can be a popular debate this summer, I can tell. Um, I don't really have a strong preference, but the guy that I think Russ is better for is Sutton. Like, I just sort of immediately felt like this was going to be a good thing for the way Corlin Sutton plays football. I mean, I, I think what Russ brings that sort of makes Russ Russ is that he's incredibly accurate with his deep ball. Like he straight up hand puts the ball into Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf's basket sometimes that it's crazy how accurate he is. I don't know if there's another, a more accurate deep passer in the league. I mean, maybe Patrick Mahomes and then him, maybe Herbert now, but for most of Russ's career, he's been right there as like the, an absolute top tier deep accuracy. And that's like Sutton's a good downfield receiver, and he's never really played with an accurate downfield thrower. Like, if you've watched him try to run deep routes and catch passes from Drew Locke, it's pretty rough. Like, Locke is missing him by, like, 20 yards, and he's trying yeah. to figure it out. Teddy Bridgewater last year, not a great fit. I think Russ is really good for Sutton, where we could we should almost expect a career year for Sutton, which is sort of the already, you know, the, the I think the take and why Sutton has risen uh, to, like, a fifth-round pick already, but... I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited about Sutton. I don't know, like how much stock to put in this, but like Sutton, if you look at his routes run percentage compared to Judy's last year, it's so much higher. He he had like over ninety percent, and Judy was at like I think seventy nine percent or eighty percent. Something was like a huge gap. Now it's a different coaching staff, 
So I don't know if that's going to translate over, but that's kind of interesting. Pretty had a couple games where he was like, he's playing through some stuff. But Sutton's coming off an ACL tear. Yeah. Yeah. He got hurt in week one, and then he was sort of playing through the leg thing, right? So that was sort of the Judy deal, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe not. Maybe it's because he's playing slot or whatever, and, and Sutton and Patrick are outside. I think that, a, yeah, I need to dig into it more. They're such a fun team for best ball stacking, though, too, because you can see ways that any of those guys emerge as like a top two to three target. Then they also have yeah. massive contingent value. If like one of those guys gets hurt, Judy's suspension, something happens, like all of those guys just skyrocket in value. Well, to like, to project, uh, good route like really anything that seems reasonable for judy and sutton you have to take tim patrick like way down in his route share you know because you need to there's like lots of other guys who are going to get routes and kj hamler's going to have a role but that might be wrong you know tim patrick might might be a huge part of the offense so i i'd like with russ it's like you get javante you can do that you want to do patrick you can do that you do hamler like Obviously, you go Sutton and Judy. There's lots of ways you can play it. Yeah. Um, this is a fun comment from Dave G. Uh, could Sutton be the 2021 Cup and 2020 Digs that gets the QB bump and explodes? I, I know the popular narrative has been uh, maybe Juju with KC. I hadn't really even thought necessarily about Sutton, but that's a really good one. That is a really good one, yeah. I mean, it's fair to say, like, look at Tier 5 and all of those things, but... <clears throat> This is it's it's incredibly night and day. That's why I was spending so much time trying to describe it. We're not talking about like going from below average to average, or from average to above average, or a slight improvement. We're talking about Sutton has played with some really terrible downfield passers, especially like last year. Teddy Bridgewater is known for being a absolute suck of value for his downfield receiving options, and then you're going from that to a guy who, like, that's his best trait. That's his single best trait. Do you have a mic next to uh, Murphy? Uh, yeah, Murphy <laughs> just came back from the park and he's slurping down it's water. Like a slurp. Well, Mike, Pat put the Yeti down there. Let's just get this out. I, I muted it because it's so loud. Up, up. Uh, I love the Hamler uh, social media stuff. That's that's been fun. Yeah, the, the although Sean just uncovered the other day, he also dislocated his hip, which I didn't realize. Like he's got, he's working back from a lot. Hamler, I mean, I, I want to take him everywhere, but hopefully he doesn't get like super expensive or anything because he tore up his knee, he dislocated his hip, and he's you know, I think he's he's healthy. It was early in the year, but he's had a long long time to recover so far. But but he's also probably not a starter, right? Like. He's yeah. a he's probably a rotational fourth player. Yeah, what it did uh yeah, what it big Murphy a rat at the park. God, that video is so funny you posted. That's my buddy. <laughs> That's my friend. Wait, I saw you say that. Like he took the photo or he was in the he was in there. No, he is the guy. Like that's his dog that bites the rat. Holy cow. So, and then he just stumbled upon the internet was like, someone took a yeah. video of this. One of his wow. friends, one of his friends in like their group chat, but, but like his buddies back home was like, what the heck, dude? <laughs> he found it. He found it on Twitter. Not my friend. So yeah, uh, it's, hey guys, it's blown up. We are, 
we're on the clock here um kind of a a dead zone here who's jumping out to you guys oof 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 uh i mean you know who's jumping out come on what are we doing yeah yeah are we just doing doing? it with at least we have yeah i mean this is actually pretty good yes yes. this is garrett wilson's off the board we're we're in the clear here yes is that we're doing it? Yes. Yes. Week 17. <laughs> week 17. Oh, should we do it? Oh, should we do it? Right. Dying for two wise. It's the fucking sickest name I've ever seen for a wide receiver in my goddamn life. Sky's up. Oh, good. to have more clips made so we have more options of players to take <laughs> i'm gonna start making yeah what clips do i need to make, do I need to make a yeah. cordero patterson uh, you, clip you can make all the cordero patterson clips you want but what <laughs> a value chris has got it right in the chat what a value we got him yeah. at eight what 809 you yeah kidding me? that's pretty I nice mean, we're used to taking him at seven two on uh yeah. underdog this is Jeez. such a treat here at 809 this is a nice value. I, I feel very good about this pick. I, You guys are lucky we had the uh, Week 17 bring back justification. Otherwise, I don't know if I could have done it. Ugh. Really? In the eighth round, you're not in? I feel like that's about that, – that's like where we want to be taking Sky Moore. Uh, Stephanie says, uh, I wonder if Sky Moore knows about his clip, baby. I, he assuredly does not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Who's the most depressing clip out there? This is a fun one. Oh God, it is AJ Green. Liam, you got it's AJ, AJ Green. Green. Yeah. Just like I'm right. just picturing him on the sideline, fully covered by like a slow cornerback, reaching his arm out trying to catch the ball, one handed, not doing it. To dan, 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 dan. <laughs> the play in uh, uh, against Green Bay where he like isn't looking, he's blocking, and it's a fade, and then by the time he turns around, the the corner's picking it off in the end zone behind him. You guys remember that play late in the fourth quarter? Oh god, it was such a fun one. I spent like oh, two paragraphs on it, stealing signals, but that should be poor man's Antoine Wesley. <laughs> Like doesn't even know the ball's thrown at him, and it's a clutch, uh, you know, biggest play of the game. They're throwing him a back shoulder, and he's not even. What, what about a, what about a twenty twenty one Mike Davis highlight clip? That would be pretty depressing. Oh uh, yeah, that's a good oof. One. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> just like two and a half yards in a cloud of dust. Just it's wild how many touches he had. He had almost two hundred touches last year. Yeah, two hundred opportunities, uh, targets, and carries. Yeah, crazy. I got a pick that I want us to make here. I, I put one in the chat too. Did I? Did yeah. I had one? Yeah, in the chat. that's that's my pick. We're all on the Delusion. same page. Yeah. I, Wait, I'm Albert. Uh, He's not coming. Oh back, yeah, let's so. go Albert. Oh yeah, let's go Albert. Yeah. Get that. Uh, easy peasy. Let's get the let's get the Broncos going in here. Alberto. Now we just need Russ Wilson to do a little uh, Instagram post with Alberto, just so we feel particularly cozy about the pick. Don't <laughs> worry, guys. You don't have to beg. We got you covered. Yep. 
I, I don't Kasper. understand the lack of excitement on him. Uh, I know, and Pat, you, you've been kind of funding him a little bit because you're a big Dulcich guy. But <laughs> he's 24. Yeah, Dulcich is, is a really good prospect. I mean, I think he was equally good as Trey McBride. And people are right, like, but... pre-draft, and Trey McBride went second and he went third. So McBride's now a better prospect. But Right. So he went third round. He's, you, know, you don't necessarily, I'm talking about in terms of how it relates to Albert O. You don't necessarily expect him to come in and immediately right. take over the Albert O role. They made the trade, sent Fan away prior to knowing they were going to get him. They obviously probably like Dulcich too, but I mean, there's a huge opportunity here for Albert O, who, by the way, is an absolute giant human being and an incredible athlete on top of that and has been very efficient with yeah. the routes and you know limited work that Small he's Small sample, gotten. but... Very yeah, efficient. but he's only he's only played two years. He just turned twenty four. Like this is we expect tight ends to take a little bit. We knew he was a good looking prospect, very athletic, and he's shown the production ability with bad quarterbacks. Now you're gonna you know now you're gonna play with an upgraded quarterback and plenty of other receivers that teams need to pay attention to. I mean, I don't know. I I freaking love him. Uh, Nick Bird says, Pat, how do you feel about being the Dolchich guy? I've heard like three podcasts in the last week. You weren't even on where you were referenced as being the Dolchich guy. It's one of those things that's just so bizarre that it's like, do, is there's an actually a Dolchich guy that you now are synonymous with him? I'm in. I mean, I couldn't be happier about being the Dolchich guy. This dude is like got a ton of personality. He's got this like crazy long hair. He wears like tiny little shorts around the camp. Like what, what's going on, Greg? It's but he's like a shorts down- in particular that got you in. <laughs> I, well, it's just like I'm a, I'm in from the fact that he's a downfield tight end who's like a he's a big receiver. He's like a Mike Jasicki type, and uh, he actually was like way more productive than Jasicki in college because Jasicki's more athletic. But I would trade athleticism that Jasicki has for better receiving skills if I still have sufficient athleticism, which Dulcich has. He, he's a pretty good athlete. He's like a four six five forty to- or something. Peter, are you looking for a seven. picture of this? I am. I, I want to see the long hair and the It's shorts. wild. It's like, There's is it, like, is it a muscle beach vibe? Like, what do we got going here? Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's like a 70s vibe. Like, he's like it got is. this like throwback 70s yeah, this thing is going on. Practice here. The coaches um, love him. They're like, they're like, they look at him and they're oh, like, great. you were so my best Wilson friend in 1979. Like, you, I, <laughs> I've missed you. Where have you been? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, incredible. He's got some. He's got some swag for sure. Here's a. Here's him on the uh, after getting drafted, yeah. right there. I mean, Yo, we're in on Greg Dulcich. Like weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> he also kind of looks like Freaking hilarious. Kind of has like a you know James Franco after going on a, a wilderness trip kind of look to him as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, look at the quarterbacks that just went off in the ninth. We lost out on Cousins. Jeez, in the ninth round, Cousins. Who did it? Who did it? Someone had to stack up their precious Dalvin Cook. They read one blurb that said Dalvin Cook was lining up in the slot. Then you had to stack him up with Cousins. That feels early. I was uh, I was put in the chat. I wanted to keep an eye on on trying to get him, but like Trey Lance goes, then you're like, gotta get Cousins. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm straight just (laughs) stacking uh, Lawrence and ETN for all those seventy yard dump offs we're gonna get this year. Oh, oh I you're, love open, you're open? You're open, Sanjo? ETN. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, on the uh, the Albert O thing, because we got derailed on Dulcich because he's such a smash, but like, I don't think they're going to be playing 
both guys together, right? Like they have, we talked about how many receivers they have. So it's going to come down to like what this offense wants from its tight end. Like, do they want to have kind of the Jasicki type who's like split off the line, purely a receiver? And is Dulcich ready for that right away? Or do they want a more traditional tight end this year? And I don't know the answer to that question. So it's like, you might as well, I think you draft Albert O if you get him a good price because Dulcich could basically just like not really be a factor this year as a rookie. Uh, he does, he's a, he plays like a different position than Alberto. Alberto is a traditional inline blocking tight end, the wide tight end. Uh, they're not, it's almost like a, a philosophical thing about how they're going to approach offense this year. And it's possible they're just like, this dude's good. Alberto, I mean, we can run all our play action stuff with him. And he just, he like runs like, you know, 75% of the routes, which would be a smash. My apologies to the, uh, to the Kirk team. I forgot he took uh, Thielen there. So in that case, it makes perfectly logical sense we're just tilted alberto has absolutely smashed the per route numbers i just want that like he has yeah he absolutely i mean it's not a huge sample like you said it's like half a year but um can we not be kind to the the kirk cousins guy because i read the board wrong he took him over trey lance also he grabbed adam Thielen. no he didn't trey lance went right before him Am I, have We're I lost my mind? around in the tent. Coming with back Trey the Lance, then Kirk Cousins. Oh, oh. I, I read that as the eighth. Okay, you're right. Is your um, so <laughs> I think yeah, my internet's quarterback's smart. starting to go. I think Lawrence here actually makes sense. Ben's joke uh, aside here. <laughs> Works for me. Sure. Let's do it. Quarterback I mean, is, after is that, you're, you're looking yeah. at Matt Ryan, Jameis, Wilson. Tant- like I think there's a tear gap after Lawrence here. We'd be, we, yeah, we'd be rolling Mac, like Mac Jones late or something. But yeah, I yeah, think, we could have uh, done we could have done a three QB, but getting uh getting him here, I think, allows us to do that two QB build. And Excuse no, me. someone someone will take Visca. Don't worry, please. We're, I'm begging you to draft Visca before we have to with our twentieth round pick. Oh, you're one hundred percent getting a Visca clip. Let's go. I'm in. <sighs> Pete hates all the guys we have clips for now. Yes. Let's <laughs> what go. a heel turn. He is such a good 20th round pick on this team. I like no one's going to take him because they think he sucks. And they think they're screwing us by giving him to us. And then the third year breakout's going to come. Mojo sniping Ronald Jones from us. Oh, I was going to bring him up soon. Yeah, Willis wanted the Rojo clip. Yeah, it was about time. He was the, he was at 11th round good. pick, I think. Rojo yeah. smash. He's Kareem like, Hunt in the 10th, by the way. That that was a Jaguars. Good on good on Jaguars there. I talked Jeez. my in uh, on our last episode of Stealing Bananas, I talked myself into Rojo playing on passing downs and like being an absolute smash this year. Not on passing downs, but like getting I don't know if he's playing on Getting okay, let's be clear. Not on passing downs, getting some screen work potentially. If he's like the more explosive back, and he reads the type of quarterback or a coach that will like look, we'll scheme up some touches for him in the passing game as well. And then suddenly he's just going to be an absolute smash and decide that he's going to do that because CEH isn't as good as him. So. Um, DJ with an evergreen comment here. You what guys severely need running backs. Oh, hey, hey <laughs> what do you think about I our mean, receivers though? If a hey god, a hey god, if you think this is a draft where we severely need running backs, buckle up. 
for this yeah, season. Buckle buddy. up, man. Buckle up. <laughs> this is like the most running back draft capital we've uh, put into a draft. This is actually well structured. This is like a yeah. superhero yeah. team. And it must be DJ's first stream. He's, yeah. Yeah. he's show, definitely guys. new around here. We're really trying to watch him grow and flourish, but you know he needs the the commenter training wheels for now. We're not even pushing it. <laughs> I mean, we're uh, actually, I really wanted. We're in I wanted a great Gallup. position at running back. Like we're we're looking fantastic. We are looking good. Oh, I have a guy here. I, want, uh, I mean, I'm, I actually have a guy. I put. I see. I, put I see someone, you. I just. No, no, I'm adding someone else. Okay. I added a different position than you. The guy you put in, like, let's not give DJ that. I just. I don't want to do that. Just strictly All off right. of that comment. Okay, so I want to. Am I, were we on the clock? Okay, Ramondre went. Okay, so we're drafting, and it's May 25th. One of the key reasons to have drafted right now is that you got 11th-round Gronkowski because he's out there playing batting. He's up doing batting practice with Tom Brady. The dude is not retiring. He's going to play with Tom Brady. He's going to be back. And if he's not back, so what? We're, we're The whole point of, of drafting right now is that you might hit a home run. It's like the easiest home run shot ever. Right. I don't hate it. I'm in. I'm in. We got Godwin. We've already committed a little bit of resources to, you know, Tom Brady being healthy or something. I don't know. No, it works out well because we'll get, you know, first six weeks production from Gronk. Then he'll get hurt, and then Godwin will come in and carry us to the promised land. Yes, I love that. <laughs> we just we just handcuffed ourselves. It's beautiful. I, I think that's a good call, Pat. Um, it really is. I don't think that would have been on my radar otherwise and i think that's that's nice there's definitely still a couple later tight ends coming up that are nice but that's a nice value for him it's not there's like gonna be someone right value. where it's like where's he gonna well, it's go like, when he signs the ninth no he no he was range i would rather have him than dawson knox you think he's a six round pick okay yeah it, i think he's probably a, a six i think he's between hawkinson and knox somewhere this is a, uh, and this is about where he goes on underdog. And uh, I don't know if people know, but this is in fact tight end premium. <laughs> but I mean, like, there's someone right in this. There's someone in this draft that it's like, man, you're just looking all the May teams. It's like who got this guy? At, you know, and it's probably a running back. You know, someone's going to get hurt or whatever it is. But it's like, if Gronk just says at some point this summer, like, yeah, of course I'm playing. He's a, he's a. Easy sixth round pick here, maybe fifth. Yeah, Liam says he'd go around Knox and Schultz. I think that's exactly uh, exactly right. Schultz went fourth. Yeah, yeah. I think there still is. I, I don't know if I can project myself into into the shoes. I, there's still that just lingering fear of just like, man, he's old. Man, he could get hurt yeah. uh, so easily. So it's not just, you don't like when you draft Schultz, like you feel pretty damn good about it. Um, yeah, but yeah, I do yeah. think maybe after Schultz and right around Hawkinson. That's sort of my that was sort of my thought with the the prices that people would just be like, well, he's super super old. Even though he was good yeah. last year, I mean, everyone knows how good he could be and how good he generally is. And I mean, he's a year older now, and he's not even reported yet and you have all these questions about like how ready will he be um but his his route share jumped uh, last year to like 80 percent. like he was also, he was a full-time 
This isn't true, Sam. Gronk is older than Kelsey. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Gronk yeah. is like 33 and Kelsey's what? 32? Gronk's I think they're both 33. Kelsey's, uh, yeah, 32. You got it right. Okay. Yeah. So Kelsey I was just looking at Gronk's, Gronk's page because I want to point out that our two <laughs> tight ends are both 6'5", or bigger and over 250. These are some big boys. I mean, yeah, like Kelsey turns 33 in October, so they're, they're like four months apart. I just love that yeah. Bruno and Gronk are some grown ass men that we added to our they team. Are. <clears throat> Any they are. Any tight end that can command a, a hyper abbreviated last name is just a natural stud. I mean, I think yeah. that's that's clearly the case here. I I want Albert O to have such a good season that we just call him O. <laughs> he he enters uh you know like the uh the jay-z obama yeah. just the or we finally learn how to say his name what are the other no 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 no. that's not what i want that's what should happen but what i want <laughs> is that we just call him out yeah ayo ayo <laughs> a lot of people say he's the focal point of the o no he is just the o Oh, I got another one here for us. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm always scared. The guy in the queue is, like, we got to take if we get it. Yeah, Pat's, yeah, no, yeah. Pat, we're not taking Dolchitz here. We know that it's your brand. Come on, we, we, we set up the stack, dude. We need, to set up, we need to get the stack <laughs> partners here. I just said they could both have good years. That's actually not my take. My take is that one will have a good Oh, game. the guy in the queue got dropped. Both of my guys in the queue went back to back. Hyper cuck and robust Arby's. I wonder who these people are. Hyper cuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cuck be, with a lot uh, of energy. Is that a draft strategy? No, it's just an energetic cuck. <laughs> energetic cuck. Sitting in the room. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Watch me. It's right now. <laughs> like wow dude you got a lot of energy <laughs> just sitting there yeah uh john says tyler yeah. Boyd is theft. he was in our queue yeah i wanted was... instead of gronk and i know and pat had to come and do that came gronk in from the top dance. rope about the reason yeah. to draft at this point is to take gronk and he's probably right we're still gonna get boyd in the 12th in August. Oh, Rashad White goes. That was our, our our Tampa Bay stack all set up. Oh, he would have been a beauty yeah. right there. Yeah. I've had to force myself to, from stop taking Rashad White on underdog. It's just like, I, I grab don't, him every don't single time. Don't stop yourself. Take yeah, him. Don't, let it, don't let, it, let it flow. Let it flow. The ADPs are going to change, you know? You can, you can always mm. fix your exposure later. Just take him. All right. We need to get a we need a game plan here. Um, I got a I got a guy. Uh, don't feel as good about it as the previous dude, but throw him in. I mean, I just threw a dude in that we haven't taken for a while, but I think we like right. Who's yeah. your throwing? Oh, private chat. Hmm. Oh yeah. I I don't mind your point, Pete, but I kind of feel like it's. Not necessary. Does that make sense? I kind of disagree. I mean, we okay. really only have. Um, I'm. I, I'm not. I think we. Is it necessary by ADP? Um, I think me... we can maybe get him on the wrap. Yeah, we can maybe get him on the wrap. 
Um, what do you want to do here? You, I threw you guys, out Hines. Yeah. You know, and Pat threw out a wide receiver or uh, Gresh threw out a wide receiver. I think I'd rather go with your wide receiver if we want to go wide receiver. I think I would too, personally. But all right, so let's draft Hines. Um, is this influenced by no. a blurb you had to write today? We we both want the receiver. You just crack rocked us. Didn't you? You, you did crack rock us there. I you just you crack said, rocked us. Pat said, said I'd rather go with your wide receiver to me. And I said, Yes, I would also like to go with the receiver. And then No, no, it. I meant to I meant I'd rather go with Pete's wide receiver. Yes, that's oh. why I, that's what I heard, Gretch. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were gonna crack rock us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I said if we if we like two My wide receivers. My player is good. The player you guys are talking about is questionably good, and people are I'll, I'll be happy with either coming back. I with I like uh, I like Pete's suggest because I don't want to. We'll talk about it when we get there. I think Heinz, yeah, Heinz is just a reactionary pick to the blurb, isn't it? Like we can. He still fits kind of like he fits what this structure needs. Yeah, I mean Heinz. We is, could use a guy who mixes in for spike weeks with the receptions. Should in my mind, like, shouldn't Heinz be viewed? I mean, I guess, I guess the question is if, if JT gets hurt, what kind of role do you envision for Heinz? Oh, he's got a great role in that situation. Like how big, like Pollard level? No, or do you think not quite. Well, no, I mean, if Pollard, Pollard might just like, I believe Davis suggested that he might be the one one if Zeke got hurt, but obviously I don't think he'd be that high, but he would be. I mean, what he'd probably be like an early second round pick if Zeke was just not in the picture. I don't think I don't think Hines has that kind of excitement. I get, yeah, I guess it's how much you how how highly you think of Philip Lindsay at this point. I think Hines gets a, like eight to ten carries, more more carries than people would probably immediately guess if uh, JT was not in the picture. He's not he's not huge, but I think he would get as much basically rush work as he could, and then every passing down. Every single yeah. he'd, he'd be yeah, their yeah. primary back, basically, and then someone else would mix in and take you know eight early down carries. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, maybe be a little Swiftian, but more tilted towards. Yeah, maybe it'd be Swift. more like Chase Edmonds. Yeah, both those are good, kind of like good comps. Yeah, yeah, that'd be my guess for sure. <clears throat> All right, I just tossed a compromise into the chat that I think everyone will like. I, I I still prefer going Tim Patrick here. Uh, I just think he's got a clearer path to like a full time role. Then, Gretch, uh, I'm going to let you make a case, and I'm going to I'm going to pick whoever makes the better case. I, I just think Tim Patrick's kind of a role player, and I think this team is so good. I like Patrick; he's going to be better. But like this team is so good with Sutton, Judy, Alberto. And then if anyone gets hurt where Patrick would presumably be more involved, then you have KJ Hamler. Hamler's the upside swing in the offense. If he starts running more routes, he's good. His profile is really good. He hasn't the one that, been that efficient yet. Tim Patrick's yeah, played I, ahead of him consistently, and we already know the Broncos are going to roll because we've invested heavily. That's the thing I'm I make, think making the, sure that you're – yeah. I think the two guys I'm talking about are swings at like legit upside plays, and I think there's no case for Tim Patrick upside. But we can take him. I'm I'm, right, like, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give Gretch Myers here. I'm gonna give him Myers. Pat's not happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm at no, I, I I don't think that um, 
I guess I I struggle to see the upside case on Myers because he already like had a huge route share last year, and now he's got like he was amazing. Thornton, he was good. Yeah, all he has he to do is score a touchdown. Like literally, just score yeah, some yeah, touchdowns. yeah. That's that's all he has but, to do. But they added. I mean, they added Thornton. They added Devontae Parker. They added like there's just like a lot of paths to him not running like ninety percent of the routes again or whatever. And if he doesn't, and also like. Is Joe Judge their he, offensive coordinator? Why, why would he not run a lot of routes when he like he had to sort of work his way into the starting lineup as a rookie, then as a second year player, then kind of again as a third year player, and every year he's played really well. I just I don't know I I don't see why he lot, I mean so Kendrick Bourne right is also played really well. Are they not going to get him on the field because like? They've got Parker's going to play, right? They got Aguilar. They got Thornton. I don't know if Parker's like, net like a lock to play. I, I think Myers is easily. But Myers a, a is more playing in every in every wide receiver set configuration, right? Well, he or plays out of the slot, so he's not. Yeah. They, he, right. He's not in two wide receiver sets. He won't be out there. But they they run a lot of three wide receiver sets. But you don't think he'd be in their two wide receiver sets? I don't think so. I feel like he's just versatile enough and their best wide receiver that he would be out there in two wide receiver sets, but I don't know. He closed the season five straight games of eight or more targets. I mean, like he, the dude's just a target hawk. He's really, yeah, he gets open. He's good. I do agree. He's good. Yeah. I I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think, the the case for me is that with guys like Devontae and all the, and 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 Tyquan Thornton and stuff in the passing game that I mean Myers is like sort of the beneficiary of that right you have more more uh, defensive attention in other places and whatever but he's like he's in the you know Edelman Welker role now like he's been getting used that way he's a different type of slot hmm. receiver but. No, There's, I like that. I like that as an. He's got 126 team. targets last year, and he's going in the 13th round. <laughs> like, I just don't really understand that. That's a nice price for David Bell there. At the that end is a nice 13. price for David Bell. I like that. Yeah. So people are saying, like, in the chat, what if Patrick's better than Judy? I, I look at Charles Pratt run a lot, and and Patrick's had a lot of run so far in his career. He's played a lot. Most of his success so far has been like routes based and. He's never shown any kind of like legit upside in targets per out run for a season. He's been good. He's been like very average. He's been like um, Judy. You know, this is the case. This is you can say all the same things for Judy though. I mean, I know Judy's got a much better profile. Like our priors a lot stronger on Judy, but Judy's like I think he had like nineteen percent targets per out run or something last year. I got no 20? over twenty over twenty one percent both years. Patrick's never Was been it? higher okay. than seventeen point one percent in a year. Like he's very average. 17% is not good. Patrick every no, year, 16, 17%. No, he's just a guy. He's 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 pretty efficient with the targets he gets, and Russ is going to help him. I think he's a fine guy to add in the 13th round of builds, but like we already have two dudes stacked with Russ, and Hamler to me is the bigger swing, and then and I think Myers is the bigger swing the round before. Yeah, Judy's so. 21.3 for his career. Not bad. Yeah, the... Yeah, this is it's interesting looking at the we're definitely um in a period where all the top ADPs are quarterback 
running back and tight end. Well, we could use a running back. You know, this is kind we of could a always spot. use a running back. Evergreen comment. Um, I mean, I got so we, I got a guy here. All right, we're on the clock. We need to just take uh, take Hamler and be done with this. Could take Hamler, sure. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I pushed him up two rounds. I thought we were taking him here. No, we are taking Pete's, him. Pete's comments. I just looked at the private chat. It says in, in normal lettering, just don't talk about Hamler. A couple. Well, it's like ago. we do this whole soliloquy then, about Tim then, Patrick. He goes two picks before. I'm like, can we just chill talking about the guy we want to take? And then a couple now? minutes later, it's in all caps. Don't talk about yeah, Hamler. Keep talking about Hamler. Like, everyone like, has a Pavlovian response here. <laughs> We didn't get sniped on Patrick. Patrick, we we let him go. No, I'm saying though, we start talking about him. He goes two seconds after. See, that was my <laughs> thought. What you said in the chat was, let's take Myers if if we think he has a better upside case. And and I don't know, maybe there's an argument that Patrick does, and then take Hamler on the way back because I like Hamler more than Patrick to fill out Bronco stacks, especially when you already have stacked him. Patrick makes mm-hmm. sense as a guy who's going to play more. Hamler's the upside swing that could be the cherry on top of the stack if. He's actually playing. I guess yeah. I disagree with that. Really like, good. Couldn't couldn't Tim Patrick be the Doug Baldwin? You know who? Or not? Sorry, not the Doug Baldwin. Um, Jermaine Curse. Who, who, who is the more? Yeah, that uh, just pops up. You know, for like he doesn't seem like a guy that's going to have a consistent target share, but you're not going to be surprised when he has a two touchdown game kind of thing. I, yeah, I mean, I think he can definitely be that guy, but I just think when you look at the the skill level of of, I think Judy's quite a bit better. I think Sutton's a lot better. Alberto and Hamler, I think, is better than him. David Moore, have... that's who I was thinking of. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, David I think Moore. at a certain point, like Hamler, Hamler has not been efficient. Like to start a scrying, has struggled with injuries and stuff, but he's not, I don't think he's been more efficient than Patrick. So you need him to pass Patrick in terms of the routes, and then you need him to be better than he's been so far. And so I would just rather bet on the guy who like has a clear path for a role with Russ to the, to the David Moore idea. It's like, cause all you really need from Patrick is like, as part of this team with the stack is like, we just need him to pop off one week in the playoffs and it's a fucking smash. You know what I mean? Like we don't, it's actually a pretty low bar. Once you have a big old Broncos stack of what, what does what a you're Tim Patrick pop off look like? This dude goes four four fifty five every single it, week. That's that. That's what his, does that a Tim Patrick pop off even look like? Like that's what he does. It's a good week. question. <laughs> it's a good question. He catches four balls for forty five yards. That's what he does. That's Tim. Patrick. I mean, it's hard to compare a Tim Patrick. He's never had a quarterback of Russ's caliber, though. That's true. Yeah. I'm making that case for Sutton. I would. I was just going to make that case for Hamler. I think Hamler's a really big beneficiary again with the downfield accuracy. He was running a lot of deep routes. Nineteen point six it out last year, KJ Hamler. I mean, yeah. the downfield stuff is exciting. Downfield yeah. stuff's definitely exciting. I guess this is how I'd put it with Hamler and Patrick for me. If all right, we're on the clock. I mean, t- Tyler Algier here is nice, right? Let's yeah, let's, let's go. It. I mean, that's a roll the clip, kind of baby. <laughs> 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 Um, I was just going to say, like, there's a pretty big gap on underdog specifically, and I guess here because we took Hamler early, between Patrick and Hamler. Like, if their prices were the exact same, I'd probably just kind of want about equal amounts. But when you cost adjust it, I mean, Hamler is by far the better selection. Yeah, Hamler's way cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just take him straight up. 
See, I don't. I I get I, your guys' point. I don't think it's wrong or anything. I just I think I would rather have because Hamler's the guy that like. Let's be clear on age and stuff too. Like Patrick is what? What is he? Twenty eight. KJ Hamler's was a young rookie, twenty one, right? And and he's gotten hurt yeah. both the last couple. He's twenty two right now. He's going to be twenty three in July. Like he's still like we don't know what he is. He was a really Pat. I mean, you're the rookie guy. You're the prospect guy. His profile was fantastic, right? He's really strong. Yeah, he's just really small. He's like 178 pounds or something. Um, but he's fast. But like, what's the difference between his profile and Elijah Moore's? Hmm. In terms of small and all that, not a lot, right? Not a ton. I think I was trying to think off the top of my a head. Second round I think pick too. Moore had a better. I think Moore had better career yardage share. And better yards per route run, I believe. Okay. But um, but Hamler was like a really strong second round pick. I think yeah. I had Hamler as like a is more of like a late first type of guy, uh, and then Elijah Moore is like a hair better, more like a mid first type of wide receiver prospect. But they're close. It's all off the top of my head as well. Yeah, that's sort of what I'm looking at him as is, you know, that type of smallish round two guy that we're in love with other like I'm stoked about Wandell Robinson, who we should consider he's still on the board. <laughs> we should consider yeah. at a certain point. Like I'm kind of excited about some of these smaller receivers. Uh um, in, you know, the more modern NFL. All right. For the audio listeners, we are uh we've made 15 selections. Our team uh so far here has Russell Wilson and Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. Yeah. We have at running back, uh, Javante Williams, Travis Etienne, Naheem Hines, and Tyler Algier. Wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins, Chris Godwin, Rashad Bateman, Skyroll the Clip Moore, Jacoby Myers, and KJ Hamler. At tight end, Albert Theo and Rob Gronkowski. So our structure here is pretty good. <laughs> Albert Theo is, is his <laughs> name now. That's his the, name uh, now. <laughs> yeah. It's like Miami, the U. It's Albert Theo. That's <laughs> beautiful. How many looking at our, uh, our buddy Leone's rankings here, and, and he has a receiver ranked ahead of Hamler in his rankings that I just put Is in the private Is he 44 chat. years old? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a it's just a Le good old-fashioned Leone ranking. I'm just following the projections. <laughs> just following Leone's math, guys. That's it. I'm objective. It's it's so beautiful. We We – Leone can't win, and all we do is win because either, either the uh, we say we used his projections and he was wrong, or it's like we make fun of all the olds that is projected. He can't win. <laughs> well, Leone can't win, like because when you, because I did this last year with Zach Ertz, where I tatted an old, you know, and everyone got really grossed out, and they really did. I mean, they got like, oh, I was very Ill. grossed out. Yeah, and then he hits. But it's not like it wasn't fun. Yeah, of course it was fun. But it's not like I didn't feel like an immense sense of pride. It wasn't didn't that fun. You, <laughs> didn't you call him to Arizona too? Or was it Buffalo? There was a few teams you were talking it, about. I don't think teams. it was Arizona. But but I was saying he's going to end up he's somewhere gonna else. He's going to get traded and he's going to yeah, be good. Yeah. You nailed that. You couldn't have hit that. I love when people are right for the right reasons. You were absolutely right for the right reasons. <laughs> but it's... But you still, you're as you're watching, you're like, yeah, this is still oh, gross. God. You had to make the case every time we took it. You had to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, talk us in again about why we're taking Zach Ertz. <laughs> it was so gross. 
Yeah. But anyway, Leone can't win because, like, okay, like when Julio Jones hits this year, which he probably will, I, I'm actually fully in on the Julio take. But, like, he's still going to be this old, washed up version of Julio. Like, it's not going to be this fun victory lap for Leone. <laughs> um, let's see here. Did someone just take a. Oh, I, I missed Tyrion Davis Price already going. I was like, what? Um, I don't know. Mostert. Hmm. That's that's what everyone who's ever taken Raheem Mostert has said. I, know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding about the guy I put in the chat. He, he is, uh, he is, I know, and like, I told you we can wait on him. Okay. He's, he's ancient. Okay. Let's go uh, with let's go with uh Mostert. I'm good with that. I'm good with Mostert. I think yeah, he's I like, the best option on the, of the running backs. Or we could do Michelle. Sorry, I already too late. You like Michelle over Mostert? Yeah. I don't know. Mostert's so old. Michelle did take over a backfield from Daryl Henderson. Like, he just took it from him. Did he take yes. it from him? Yes. He took it. He took the backfield. Mostert. They, like, they were like, this guy's better than the other guy. We're going to just start playing Michelle. And then he played more and more. And then all of a sudden, it was his backfield. Response, he just, <laughs> 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 just grunts. That is what I mean, happened. Mostert, dude's got fresh legs, didn't play at all last year, played one quarter. <laughs> I don't legs. think Michelle can old. take over this backfield with Chase Evans and everyone else. Well, that's fair. That's a cat. Now, that's a counterpoint. Let's make I'm a let's I'm make a better and best ball case on Raheem Mostert when he when he sets the top you know the uh, next gen stat top top speed again with one of those seventy yard <laughs> touchdown runs he goes right into our starting lineup better and best ball you got to get these big play guys at the running back position right it's like the high A dot receivers Raheem Mostert is that yeah that's true all right you guys Literally, think so what what do you think Michelle's role in this offense? I was doing that is? a little bit tongue in cheek by the way. I'm not saying we should take it because <laughs> no. we're expecting 70 yard touchdown runs, but <laughs> I feel like Michelle is Malcolm Brown in this offense last year. Wow. I don't know, Michelle's a way better player than Malcolm Brown. He he is, but you asked me his role. Okay. Okay. And I answered truthfully. Couldn't he be Jeff Wilson? Who is Jeff Wilson in this? Uh, <laughs> now, I thought we were talking about the Dolphins backfield. You're saying he would be Jeff Wilson. I'm saying, I mean, if we compare it to the 49ers backfield and we have, okay. let's say Edmonds is our Mitchell. Mostert is, you know, going to do Mostert stuff and Mostert. probably be done after three weeks. And then Michelle could maybe be Jeff Wilson. Listen, Mostert's got the good juju, but it was Pete's RB one in his you know top ten in the underdog basketball tournament last year. His RB one, like he carried Pete all the way to the title or almost to the title. All that right. was always right. the I thesis like of the play. All right, guys. So there's, the there's a couple wide receivers we could take here. We could take Juan Dale, or we could take stack it up. Let's stack going. <laughs> <laughs>
my thoughts exactly. Michael Dubner, <laughs> stop stop updating the exposure spreadsheet. No, no, no. Don't just stop updating the exposure. No, spreadsheet. don't stop. We really appreciate it. <laughs> oh my god. Kittle coming down. Visca <laughs> going up. Hey, we got the stack. You know, we got to get the Trevor Lawrence stack. Yes, yes. Th- you know what I was just thinking about today <laughs> was when we had uh, my nephew came on the draft stream, and and I think Pat gave him Visca's number, and he he's like, "Oh, Lavisca Chanel," and we all just went <laughs> absolutely nuts. That was amazing. <laughs> we need a clip of that, dude. I want to. It's like every time I think we can, I get a wiggle out of it. It's like, well, we have the uh, the Chiefs bring back with our Broncos stack. Well, we took Trevor Lawrence as our second QB. If we need to stack him up with somebody, I mean, you just can't escape these. I mean, well, our whole Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence play is that the guys can't get open deep, and he's gonna be checking out all the time. So he's gonna be checking out a Visca too. Yeah. Yeah, this is beautiful. Excellent for my internet to crap out during that as well. Angus says, "Take Visca. Too late, buddy. We already did. All right. <laughs> the prophecy is complete. Now right, we're just looking for that dual." Uh... I think we're don't good at running back. Say, don't say dual because then Pat thinks you're about to say Dolchich, and that's not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pat's like, what? Dolchich? Uh, dual eligibility is what I was trying to say. <laughs> Sam is accusing us of handcuffing ETN with Visca. I guess <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind true. of a, it is true, yeah. that's a decent that's a decent point. That's a very good point. But if that's the only way that Trevor Lawrence can move the ball downfield, maybe it's good to have both. <laughs> what do we have five running backs right now yeah yeah and we took two early so i think we're done i, guess we uh, take one more if we want. I think probably one more okay we have 20 rounds with these um <laughs> i guess the Sorry. the question is do we want to i think we have a luxury pick on either a third qb or a third tight end Mm-hmm. or or we could we could be done at wide receiver if we wanted jefferson higgins godwin bateman Moore, myers hamler chanel i mean we're pretty balanced definitely think we could get a third tight end and i think there's some names there yeah Wide receiver is also getting pretty thin. Yeah. I had my eyes on uh, Deontay Foreman. He's the guy I've been loading up on, especially with our two Tampa guys, Carolina week 17, but he does go. I mean, I'm going to start throwing some guys in the queue that we don't have to take at all, but just as I'm looking. Yeah, that's good. I see like one wide receiver that I would like, and I already forget who he is. I hope his name doesn't rhyme with Shmay J. Smeen. <laughs> oh, the running back I just put in, you guys told me it was not a good pick for some reasons that I didn't think about last time, right? Yeah, I don't think with this specific build, like I think we yeah. I think we should be taking another big upside cut. Yeah. Um I like uh I like the wide receiver you put in, Gretch. There's a little week 17 correlation for us as well. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I did not notice that. Yeah, there's not a lot of running backs that I'm going to sit here and vouch for. 
Is this yeah, what at running back still in the same spot that he was in last year? I've been seeing people on the other side of what? that handcuff discussion. Oh, sure, sure. But yeah, I think people are on the other side now. What did you guys? What was your guys' take on? Uh, well, we can we can pick here. I think we take that wide receiver Gretch put in. All right. Or also, I will just say if if he's still here, I mean, Daniel Jones shouldn't be yeah, available in the eighteen. Daniel now. Jones shouldn't be here. Yeah. I'd be I totally fine with Jones. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Let's do it. <coughs> Would have been, uh, in hindsight, as much fun as rolling the clip was. Juan Dale. And then well, the Juan Dale and uh, Daniel Jones would have been much better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what, did, um, what did Daniel Jones do to FFPC drafters? I mean, this is, this is deep. This is like, he's, he's a good value, man. He runs. Yeah. Wait. Mahomes was talking up Justin Ross. Uh-oh. Steam by Mahomes today. Set post the link, JW. Post yeah, the link. I, I need to see this. I did not see this. I need to make sure I'm getting every bit of Justin Ross information I can get. <clears throat> We could also, yeah. I think uh, putting this. I put something in the private chat, which I. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I'm 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 not I'm not doing this handcucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's still talking about Michelle. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I, mean, I was like, no, man, we don't need both of these guys. Go on. If. If it's San Francisco, right? If you had, if you took Jeff Wilson and like, I don't know, I guess Elijah Mitchell's cheating, but you know, like the guys are they rotate. It's like, yeah, but it's even weeks. it's even messier. I mean, Miles Gaskin is still there too. I mean, you're you're making a lot of assumptions. Oh, Miles Sterling Gaskin's Shepard's there for now. Available? I'm fine with Sterling Shepard, dude. Actually has been really good at earning targets the last couple of years. He's just never healthy. I'm so sick. I think I'd take Darius Slayton over Shepard. I would too. Hmm. Shepard tore his Achilles. I don't, I don't really like, I don't. Yeah. I didn't realize people. That. I forgot about that. People are like shrugging off Achilles tears. It's a serious yeah, injury. No, I'm not shrugging that off. That's I'm with you. Nope. I'm with Slayton. Slayton's not bad. Let's also, we should take a, Look at the uh, the tight end landscape too, if we want a third there. Um, mm. it's pretty damn thin. I mean, real thin. I mean, is, is there any hope for Trey McBride year one? I mean, he it would basically have to be an Ertz injury. Or he's or I mean, Ertz is pretty washed. Um. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I don't mind taking McBride and what about and um what about Dan Arnold with the is he still the starting tight end in Jacksonville? No, it's Evan Ingram. Oh yeah, duh. Uh we could probably wait on tight end then if there's nobody here that I mean so Johnny like are we sure that Johnny Smith is no longer worth 
being on a roster in fantasy football? We're not positive. I don't mind yeah. him as a last round. I think I'd go McBride first because uh, I'm a little bit more excited about the role. Yeah. I, I like McBride over him too. So Evans was the dude. Chat liked. I was talking about P. Ryan. You guys brought up Evans. I think you guys want to draft really uh, Romeo. Yeah, let's take Romeo. Roll the clip. Well, don't we need one more running back? <laughs> Stow no, the dubs we're, up. We're, um, I thought oh, we were right. I, so if, I, we, I thought, if we are going a third tight end, then we should. Why don't we grab Johnu here, actually, and then we can kind of think through that last. Or pick. we? I think we did McBride go. Yeah. Okay. Let's grab Johnu. We already have a uh, Myers too, so expand that that Patriots bet a little bit. John, who feels like a fine pick at tight end 35, right? I think so. It's I mean, if, if as like a contingent play, if Hunter Henry got hurt, right? Yeah, I mean, especially if Hunter got hurt. Oh, someone else threw the oh, Liam threw the dubs up. Liam took the dubs. Yeah, we were. I was looking at that with Jefferson versus Dubs. You know, just two bright stars in the league going at it in Week 17. Really telling yourself a story. Sony Michelle's off the board. Tough break oh, there, Pat. Pat. Really tough scene for Pat. <laughs> had, had could be the Jeff that. Wilson in a poor man San Francisco <laughs> offense. Sorry, I. It's... <laughs> Brittany's suggestion was that she was going to let Murphy outside and then I would just let him back in at some point. I'm like, I, I can't do that. <laughs> Bit distracting. All right. I got the, uh, they shared in the ship chasing discord this uh, Justin Ross uh, catch. So let me pull yes. this up here. Yes. Oh, oh! little one handed grab there. Woo! Oh, that ball had some air yeah. under it. That'll move the ADP. Deep out. Whoa. That'll that'll move the ADP. What's going on with that? Depth chart, I think. That's the that's a play UDFA needs to make every now and then. Is Murphy going through a rebellious stage because he didn't get famous in a viral Brooklyn dog park video? He is, yeah. He's a bit. I mean, could you imagine like you know another dog that you know gets famous instead of you? Yeah, it's got to be hard. It's got to be hard for Murphy. So wait, what running back are we gonna take? <laughs> yeah, we got. I got. A, I got a guy. I got a guy. All right, put your guy in there. I don't really care who he is. That's oh God, not that guy. All right, no. I'll put a guy in. All right, the, they drafted another on guy on top of the other. Yeah, guys they sure there. did. That's oh, the point. God. You too. They drafted another guy. I'm surprised Pat isn't trying to make the case for Philip Lindsay right now. <laughs> Naheem Hines, Philip Lindsay. I don't know why I'm doing a Davis voice for yeah, you. Yeah, why are you doing the Davis voice? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't Greg Dulcich goes. Let's go. Nice pick. Wow. Hyper cucked <laughs> Greg Dulcich. Was that a – I feel like you guys – I always look at the team names when the draft finalizes, and then in the draft, half the names are different. You guys are going in there. Someone changed their name to Hyper Cuck <laughs> mid-draft, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> It's a great strategy this year. What about this this running back? No? I haven't seen him yet. I haven't seen him pop up.
people in the chat talking about Eno and Ingram. I mean, Darrell Williams is just so much cold water on both those guys, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I think. I mean, the, there's a chance Eno gets cut now because they've always they played Jonathan Ward at times. Like, oh, that's not good. Um, I don't. I don't mind it, Gretch. Sean fucking loves that dude. Yeah. Um. All right, I'll make my case for my guy since no one's gonna take him in the interim. Oops. Make go ahead, make the case. I mean, we have we have options. Okay, so the the guy I would like to take is Dearness Johnson, and part of the reason I like him is actually because they drafted Jerome Ford. Dearness Johnson was given a restricted free agent tender that he didn't sign. And there's the potential because of that, that they might ultimately rescind the tender and then he would just be a free agent. And he's been awesome. He's been really, really good. I, I was trying to pull up the rush yards over expected, but it froze my uh, video. So I, I can't do that. But he he's like one of the top running backs in rush yards over expected per attempt by NFL next gen. I, he's going to, he's going to have a role somewhere if he is a free agent and with Murphy, them getting like, driven forward, and Murphy and Murphy loves Murphy that. is in on Dernis Johnson. I'm with Murphy. Let's do it. Roll I stand with Murphy. He got <laughs> cucked at the dog park this week. He didn't eat a rat. This one's for you, Murph. I need to pull up that video, actually, Pat. Yeah, pull up that video. I, I can. I need uh, a little play-by-play of uh, what happened at this video. There's there's a, like a lot of really good nuggets in it. Yeah, so instead of saucing your teams tonight, we are going to analyze uh, a dog park video here. So, yeah, Pat, give me as much Can commentary. You... Set the stage for us. Where's this right, So at? I actually need to find out where this is because my buddy lives in Williamsburg. I don't know if it's in Williamsburg. It looks like it might be maybe Greenpoint. Anyway, it's it's in New York. So this is this is my friend here in the hoodie. Which he's people are doing memes of him like the Jurassic Park meme, you know, the, like with the, the Raptors, you know, like this. Yeah, like it's it's Barstool tweeted this out today. Like it's gotten a ton of attraction. People are one of the weird subplots of this is that the internet in in a way, like I didn't think I could like have through one tweet a much lower opinion of the internet than I do, but like I now I've been shocked at the reaction of this. That people think that the reaction of, of what's happening here is that New Yorkers are trying to protect a rat. <laughs> <laughs> that is a genuine, like if you go through the quote retweets of this, the comments over and over and over again, people are like, what are they doing? Why are they trying to protect a rat? Classic New Yorkers trying to protect. Dude, the rats here are filled with rat poison and disease. <laughs> no one is trying to protect die. a rat. <laughs> yeah. They're worried to death. Their dogs are about to get poisoned. So no wait, one gives a memes? shit about the rat. Are there memes of your buddy that's like the rat defender here, the Batman? Yes. Yeah. It's like, look at the New York Lib defending the rat. <laughs> Stay away from the rat. You must be preserved at all yeah. costs. Yeah, it's like the rat's bodyguard. Look at the rat's bodyguard. <laughs> it's like, that's <laughs> not what's happening. And I cannot you, believe that's what you think is happening. Have you gotten a cut? What how is your buddy handling all of this? What does he think? He's loving thing? it. He's he, he's honestly loving it. 
Is he? Could like he walk around Brooklyn, like go to a bar and get recognized tonight? Is I think he might. Yeah, at? he's probably wearing that same hoodie open. He gets recognized. <laughs> white the D-neck be like, yeah, that's me, guys. That's me. <laughs> yeah, I'm the guy. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. He's, who's the dog around. Around. he's moving around, pointing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's there's a good set right there. Gets it. Still had it whole all, oh, but then just oh, uh, that we're gonna get out, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, now watch. Look at, your, look at your buddy pointing too when he starts to point. Yeah, look at he's already <laughs> pointing from so far away. He's like, <laughs> look at him coming in. <laughs> I love that he gets in position. He's like an offensive line, but he gets in a very athletic pose here. He gets down <laughs> yeah, into he his quad. Really, he's into his yeah, quad like, here. <laughs> he gets shuffled here in a minute. <laughs> That is so now, good. now one one fun subplot. Yes, Casey's got it. The woman in the background. Check out the let it play from the beginning and just watch this woman in the. She's in like a white sweater with the black dress on the bench. So when oh right here, yeah, she comes in <laughs> from the left, and when when the dog gets the rat in its mouth. Watch her she face. She does. She puts her hands up like this. She's she's horrified. <gasps> <laughs> she did the YouTube thumbnail face. <gasps> she literally does. <laughs> this would this would be such a Brooklyn Halloween costume. The, the rat defender outfit. <laughs> yeah, the rat defender. Uh-huh. And you see, you see the woman on the bench in the. She's in like jean oh. shorts and a black, and she puts her hand up on her mouth like she's gasping. I oh wish I could God. zoom in. I didn't notice her. Yeah. yeah, watch this here. Okay, so she has her hands down. <gasps> and then her hands go up. All the women's hands are just, they cannot <laughs> believe what is happening. <laughs> this is a good question. Where's the odor <laughs> taking this rat for a walk? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know whose rat that was. <laughs> I do like that. Look, look at the Frenchie. The Frenchie is just like walking on the rat. It has no idea what to do. Uh, My buddy's dog knows exactly what to do. Uh, <laughs> like, no let, me, let me at him. Let me at him. The dog. I love so the dog. The, a subplot to this is that I've watched this dog, and she has. <laughs> she she has gotten a rat in her mouth when i watched her she found a baby rat and got it in her mouth and she broke the fucking rat's leg and, and i jerked the leash back because i was like shocked because there's a rat in her mouth all of a sudden and the, the Dude, rat was like best still. limping away hang on i have a because i want to make this bigger i'm taking a screenshot of this and then uh gonna re-share this screen because this is absolutely uh incredible here one second this is this is one that just you know rewards repeat viewings here here <laughs> it we does, go it really does so this still right here so the rat is mid-air you have this, this dog being held back it looks like four people are trying to hold back you got these two dogs here just wrapped with attention this girl's going up the lady on the bench has already has her mouth agape my buddy's pointing through. My buddy's already pointing. He's already pointing. <laughs> this could be a painting. This could be like a French painting. Oh my god! I'm gonna NFT this. 
I just love that. Like you can see her mouth just there is just, Whoa, oh my God. <laughs> these she two does. right here, these two dogs are kind of cracking me up. <laughs> yeah, they are both looking at the rat. <laughs> the rat's tail. The rat's tail oh. is like that, her face right here. It's so good. <laughs> this is so Brooklyn. There's also a funny subplot with the Frenchie where after she releases, the dog tries to go back and she she grabs him by the hips and pulls. It's uh it's quite funny. Oh my goodness. That's how we end all of our draft streams <laughs> going to the Pruder film on a rat loose in a brooklyn dog park um hey king coakley that's that's just that's a bit of a reach and just kind of uncalled for i would say <laughs> dog has a better spiral than trey lance more playing time lance has had um next week little treat our buddy mike leone is going to join us for a draft so we'll figure out uh what we're specifically doing for that but i think it might be fun to run back ffpc next week with leone yeah yeah that'd be good so um last or today this draft filled very quickly so keep your eyes peeled for that we will obviously tweet and talk about in the discord when we are registering for that um anything else going on with you guys here before we sign off nope uh just submitted a bunch of stuff for our draft guide which should be out fairly soon so look for that very nice i'm stretch stuff stealing bananas yeah, I'm still outlining stuff. I said, yeah, no, we, yeah, we're doing a bunch of episodes on on stealing bananas. That's uh, always popping over there, but uh, I haven't written in a while, so kind of um, keep not writing. Did some of did either of you guys invite someone to this stream because someone just popped in the Streamyard Hopper for a half second and dropped off? I didn't. I didn't share the link. That's weird. I was like, Pat, did you share this with your Brooklyn dog buddy and that he was jumping in? I don't know. Oh, I think yeah. Let's if he's is he's he in the a, hopper? He's, no, he they someone was in the hopper for a half a second and then dropped off. And so I was asking. I did not share well, the link. Brittany Brittany took a screenshot. She came over and she grabbed and now I'm realizing she took a screenshot of the link, which is a really weird way to handle that. But that's so she screenshotted the link or <laughs> took a not screenshot it, she took a picture of the link and then must have sent it to my buddy. Okay, so and he's trying he, to watch the show, but he was about to get on the show. He was about to be on the show. <laughs> oh, I see what happened. That's amazing. I thought she was trying to get the Streamyard link so he could hop on the show, but she was just trying to get him yes. the link. To watch she probably was trying to get the link it. to the show to watch, to watch the watch show it on YouTube, and then he, he, he clicked the link, and now he's about to be on. Oh God! But it said so. The initial just said B. Is that Brittany or what's your buddy's name? But well, I don't want to dox him. I, I, th I think it might have been Brittany who who hopped on because she was probably <laughs> trying to send the link and she put it in the browser and then it shows that someone was trying to get on. Man, this is this is elaborate. Um, all right, we will get to the bottom of this mystery. Uh, we will see you guys in the Discord. We'll see you guys next Wednesday here on Ship Chasing every Wednesday at 9 15 p.m. Keep your dogs safe out there. See you guys next time.